Welcome, everybody, to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And I'm Kay. And the washer's beeping. Can you hear the washer beeping? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go and do it. I'll put it on to the I automatically went to do it. Oh, I'll just has, do it now. Has anyone got a washer while Dan's doing that? Has anyone, anyone, oh, I can't speak, it's so annoying. Anyone got a washer that just beeps at them in the most annoying way possible? It shouts well, at you until you ours, deal with it. Ours beeps, and then a second later it'll beep again, and a second later it'll beep. So it'll beep three times to yeah. tell you it's finished. It drives me nuts. No, no, you forget the most annoying bit of it. If you go and stand next to it, waiting for it to be, oh, yeah, yeah. it takes yeah. 48 years. So if it's got like one minute left and you think, oh, I'll just stay in the kitchen while it finishes and then it never does. And then Which is course, what Kay said to me before we started recording and yeah. I said, no, no, it'll take ages. And of course, as soon as we hit record, oh. it started beeping. So... <laughs> it drives me mad. Moving on from the washer dilemma. <laughs> uh, welcome to another Bakery Bears radio show. And today is an exciting one because we are unashamedly children of the 1980s. Now, I don't mean we were born in the 1980s. I wish. We were born in the 1970s, which makes us children of the 1980s because those were our formative years. Mm. That's when we were going through our teenage woes and, weren't we? Yes. Good, I'm just checking. Boyfriends and okay, right. good. I actually good. got, a, I actually started my job in the 80s. I was still at school. Yeah, yeah, we know that. I was still at, uh, well, it wasn't school, it, it was actually, it's preschool when, I was still at. Oh, shut up. When I started my job, Dan was only in year, what would you have been in? W well, what year, year did you start your job? 89. Yeah, it was the fourth year. Yeah, and that, that's, yeah. that's how shocking it is. It's utterly yeah. shocking. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so old? Um, so look, we're here today to talk about the 1980s and the things that we miss most. Mm. Whether it be music, whether it be movies, whether it might even be food. Who knows what it might be, mm. but we're going to go through and we're going to have a think about all the things that we miss most about the 1980s. And also as well, it'd be cool to try and work out if there was a way of making it so we don't have to miss them anymore. I doubt it. Well, we could just start wearing rah -rah skirts again. And oh, then... yes. Problem solved. I Choose think, life t-shirts. Yeah. You can probably still get those. I bet you can. Bring it back. Yeah. So yes, let's get out of the walk and we'll start door. reminiscing. Oh, I thought that was a slug. I it's did not. too. No, and then I was just thinking how could a slug be there in the baking sun? Well, that's, oh, well, yeah, only for bad reasons. <laughs> I've not seen a slug in a long time, actually. Well, I'm glad to hear it. There's some black currants. You don't like black currants, do you? No, blackberries. Blackberries. Honey, not Sorry. Blackcurrants. Oh, I They're ripe very early. Well, it has it's been. It's only the beginning of August, and there, there were a few ripe berries on that blackberry bush. It has been wet and then hot, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean that's very odd, isn't it? It's normally next month you see blackberries. Yeah. They're a sign of autumn. Are they? Well, yes. I mean, blackberry and apple pie and apples yeah. are autumn. Yeah. They're funny though, aren't they? Even though I don't like blackberries at all. I can't bear them. Well, they can be quite gritty, can't they? It's not the grittiness. I just don't like the taste. Oh, they right. taste kind of sort of earthy, don't they? Is it? I, don't, I just don't. I just don't like the flavour of blackberries at all. I don't mind the flavour. It was more the bits in it that I yeah, didn't Yeah, I don't really like, like the bits either, but... 
I'd much rather have raspberries or strawberries or blackcurrants are quite like. I don't mind them in a. Blueberries are nice. I don't mind them in a blackberry either. Oh no, I don't. Oh right. <laughs> I just don't like them. Well, blackberry and apple crumble. Well, it wouldn't make a difference what you put them in. I don't like them. I was just remembering things. Oh, right. From the 80s. From the 80s? That my mum used to make. Oh, right. She did. Blackberry and apple crumble. She didn't really make blackberry and apple pie. No, crumbles are easier than pie. She made apple crumbles pies. Crumbles are so easy to make. You know, that it's a nice quick pudding, isn't it? Now, now, there we go. I've started already. I could make a crumble with spelt flour, actually. And then we go. could eat it. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds funny. Well, no, because we just don't eat puddings, do we, or no. cakes or anything no. like that anymore. No. Well, I could actually, rubbish. you know, because we can eat spell flour, so I should try that. So my first thing that I miss, although, to be honest, this is a good one, this, because we started to resolve this problem already. And I shall tell you for why in a moment. But I miss the food of the 1980s. Right. And specifically, I miss sitting round the kitchen table mm. where I grew up and the puddings that would appear. Mm. So whether it be blackberry and apple crumble yeah. or apple pie. Oh, I mean, remember the apple pies? Yeah. They were amazing. I love apple pie. And it was always, it was always birds going Delicious. powdered custard. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I love, but the thing is, this is it. This is why I love all of these things like tinned meat. Yeah. And I love tinned vegetables like peas and carrots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love um, like powdered custard because these are all the things that we had in the 80s. Yeah. I just, I love, um, you know, oh, those big marifat peas you get in tins. Oh, I love those. I didn't have those in the 80s. Oh, I did. I think I Delicious. had. I think I maybe had one tin of those in the early 90s. And right, you don't like them, do you? Decided I didn't like them very much. Oh, I love them. So, so it wasn't just. I mean, we always seem to have custard with stuff. Yeah. And I remember. Well, tip top. No, we had tip top. Oh, we had that too. Do you remember tip top? We can still get it. And carnation. Oh yeah, carnation actually with jelly. Delicious. Oh, shall I tell you what we used to have? Actually, when we had apple pie, quite often we would have carnation on it. Yeah, lovely. I was <gasps> never too keen on carnation. It's is it? It's evaporated milk, isn't it? Carnation. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. And also, I remember my mum making all the time she'd always be making millionaire shortbread yeah and there'd be a tin of carnation on the boil oh right to make the caramel yes yeah so food food 1980s food i think it's because you're young and because you're desperate for it <laughs> yeah that it, it we remember it mm. so well mm. and also as well i would guess that that's when our sort of taste buds are yeah. forming and we're starting to work out what we like and what we don't like and so it, it sort of creates a rose tinted view I think. I'm sure well I'm sure yeah but I would still eat all those things now. But we have started to resolve this problem because one of the other things that I used to have around that time I would have Shepherd's pie, except it's not because it's made with beef. Cottage pie. Yes. Yeah. And I would also have, but really sort of for the first time, we'd start to sort of have spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. And 
you recently, just this year, I think, or maybe late last year, I think it was this year, mm -mm. you started making cottage pie and bolognese again. Mm. And it's like going back in time. Yes. It's just <laughs> the most I've amazing thing. I've come to the thing. conclusion that I just cook things that taste old fashioned. Well, I think I know what it is. I think it's the OXO cubes. Yeah, you see, I use OXOs in things and I, I don't think it's a very common thing to use. An OXO, if you don't know, is like a beef stock cube. You can get them in like vegetable and chicken as well. And you get herbal ones um, too. The, the green packet. Can't That's you? vegetables. Oh, sorry. Isn't it? sorry yeah, sorry. Well, um, I but I always use. I tend to use the beef ones because that you know I use beef in both of those. We don't actually eat a lot of beef. This is really the yeah. only beef we eat, isn't it? We don't. We never have a roast beef. And this is the reason why I changed the tea last night because there's no way I could have hacked beef two days running. <laughs> Right. My tummy wouldn't have been able to cope no, with it. No, we had chicken last night. Changed it to Kay's favourite. Oh, yes, my favourite. Dan makes this chicken and cannellini bean. Sort of like a stew, I suppose. It, it, it's based on a chicken cacciatore. Yeah. And we have it, um, he'll make a big batch and then we freeze some. And we have it with pasta and we have it with rice and it's delicious. Yeah. It's, you know, super low fat, Yeah. really good for you. Doesn't bother either of our tummies. It's got lots of good things in. Bryony likes it, it's a winner. And it is quite fun. I, I do quite like making a massive vat. Well, that's what we tend to huge, always do. Huge. With like, when I make the shepherd's pie and the bolognese, I make enough bolognese for three dinners. Yeah. And then we freeze two batches and then with the shepherd's pie, there's only enough for two goes, really. But still, it means you've got a really quick dinner. We tend to do a lot of batch cooking, don't we? And what is it that I add to the top of my bolognese to make it perfect? Oh, gosh. A healthy people squirt. Are gonna, people are going to turn, honestly. When no. Dan puts... No, no. <laughs> the, 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 there might be some who turn, but there'll be some who go, yeah, I do that too. I doubt it. No, well, that can't be right because I know a lot of people who do that too. Dan puts tomato ketchup on top of his spaghetti bolognese. Yes. And, I, I, you know, let him do what he wants. It doesn't bother me, but I know that Steve... Um, no, my dad would but, not like it at all. But do, you know, do whatever you want to do. I don't mind if you enjoy it more. Well, I think it's because it reminds me of the 80s. Yeah. Because that's what we did in the 80s. I do actually put a little squirt of tomato ketchup in my bolognese because it's for the sweetness. Because when you use tinned tomatoes, tinned tomatoes, we always buy really good quality ones, actually, because it does make a difference. The best ones I find are Napolina and Ciro are nice as well. I don't know if that's how you say it. Um, but they're quite acidic. Yeah. So you can either add sort of a teaspoon of brown sugar yeah. or I just put in a little squirt of tomato ketchup. Yes. Yeah. That's obviously very sweet. I think you'll find, actually, that... I've seen Gordon Ramsay doing that. Yeah, you've got to balance the acid of the tomatoes with something. Just that. Look, there he is. Yeah. He's right there. So yeah, you've got to put in a bit of sweetness, I always find anyway, to balance that acid. Because that's what cooking is, isn't it? It's balancing those flavours. Yeah. So, 1980s food. 
is definitely my first vote, mm. apart from my grand's 1980s fried bread. Oh gosh, yeah, I used to have the odd slice of fried bread. I mean, it was delicious. No, but... my, my grand's wasn't. Oh, right. I mean, the one... Because she, she poured the it... fat out of the pan that she'd fried it in on top of the bread. Oh, no, that's gross. I mean, what you need to do is... What, what was done at home when I had it was you'd fry the bacon in the frying pan and then you'd just use the leftover fat that was in the frying pan from the bacon so, so you, to fry a slice of bread. You didn't fry it in crisp and dry then? Oh no. Which is what my grand did. Oh, that's not very good, is it? <laughs> I mean, I couldn't go anywhere near it now. It came out soggy. Oh god. And gosh. then she'd mop up the... That's awful, <laughs> it isn't it? It is disgusting. Yeah. I had one piece and that was it. That's not good. He looks like the tallest man I've ever seen. Gosh, he does look tall. <laughs> Maybe he stood on like the high bit of the road. Maybe so. But he's very tall. So what's your first vote then? Well, you know, this is quite controversial really, I would think. Controversial? But I miss the lack of social media and the kind of online world, let's say. It's more the online world, isn't it? Yeah. I just think life was simpler. Yeah. And, you know, you rang your friend up to see if they were in, and you went round to see your friend, and you caught up with the gossip, and, you know, that was how you, you lived, wasn't it? Yeah. And that, and now, people, kids especially, I think, they're just growing up in a world where they don't really talk to people very much, face to, you know, on the phone particularly. Um, it's all text messages, isn't it? And emails. And I think something... I don't even think it's emails anymore. No, it's just text, isn't it? And that tends to be how a lot of people now have chosen to communicate. And I think we're just missing something. And it's that ability to actually talk to someone, even if it's on the phone. I mean, I... I do talk to people on the phone, you know, I talk to my mum, I talk to your mum, I talk to some friends on the phone, but I think it's just so much easier now, isn't it, to just whiz off a message to someone, Yeah. or, you know, on Facebook, or just text message, or whatever. I don't know, I think that it's that kind of, I just don't enjoy really that lack of, um, human contact let's say and I just feel like I can talk to someone a lot easier and I'm quite shy but I feel like I can talk to someone a lot easier than maybe a teenager can today everyone's different of course I don't know yeah I mean it's probably more of a understanding from our point of view of how it was yeah you see they've got no comparison and that's fine you know they don't know any different Kids growing up now don't know any different, but you know like we do. And it'd probably be a bit like the difference between. I bet you people said the same things about telephones. Yeah, I'm sure they did. I'm what sure would I they want did. Why is that bike so noisy? I don't know. It made me jump. Yeah, me too. I'm sure bikes don't sound like that normally. No. It sounds like his gears or something. Well, he's also it? looking down a lot, so. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you people said the same things about telephones. I'm sure they did. Yeah, but, I'm sure you know, they did. 
And yeah, I remember the days radio. when if you wanted to see someone, you'd go and see them and yeah. have a nice cup of tea. And, you know, even back in the days of Downton, which is not that long ago, you know, there used to be a postal service like three times a day or something. Yeah. You know, you could write to someone and they might get that letter in the afternoon. That's cool. Obviously, that's because they had to communicate and yeah. that's the way that they did. And then yeah. obviously telephones came in. And I know that I'm sure people of that era were very resistant to telephones yeah. and radio as well, I would have thought. Yeah. So I guess it's just the same sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's just, I mean, we did an episode on have we come too far too fast yeah, earlier on in our run, yeah. and we have. <laughs> yeah. That's the end of that. Yeah. So I, you miss. I think so. I miss the simplicity, I guess. Yes. Life just felt simpler. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I apologise that this picks up on a slightly similar topic to what I said before, but it isn't a similar topic because before I was talking about sit down dinners. Now I'm talking about sweets, baby. Sweets. I miss the sweets of the 1980s. Yeah, good sweets, weren't they? Uh, and, and, you know, many of these sweets have died out really only in the last 10 to 15 years. Or they've been renamed. They're not the same, though. No. N none of it's the same. They may have been renamed, but, you know, let's just take a Mars bar, for example. Yeah, they're not the same. If I bought, they're tiny now. If I bought a Mars bar back in the 1980s, It'd first of all... fill you up for hours. It tasted a damn sight better. Yeah. No, who knows? Maybe I'm looking through rose-tinted glasses. I don't think I am. No, I don't think you are either. But, and do you remember the, the, the big one? Do you remember they brought out yeah, a bigger one? Yeah, they did. They I did. couldn't eat a whole one of those. No. That was like a two-sitting job. Yeah, but even the normal size one now is yes. way smaller than it I used know. to be. It's the same size but as my finger. You see, the, the, the reason that they give is like, oh, we're trying to limit the amount that people eat and it's not good for you. Yeah, but what but people don't realise is... People just buy two. Exactly, you can you go know? and buy as many as you want. You can buy whatever you want. And just people, be honest. If people want to eat more, they'll just eat more, won't they? Just say, you're selling it for smaller the same price that you used to. Money. For less money. But Whis look, whisper bars are smaller, everything's smaller. It is. It's not just though about Mars bars. And actually, I didn't really get into chocolate up until about 2014. Yeah. For me, it was definitely about things like uh, are the original proper round trees fruit gums. Yeah. The ones that if you put in the fridge, they went rock, rock hard. Solid. You could smash one with a yeah, hammer, which like, I used to like, do. They turned like glass, didn't they? They were phenomenal. Also, the the, the, the fruit pastels, round trees fruit pastels, yeah. in a box. In a box. That were the shape of the fruit. Yes, you used to get them in the cinema. And the theatre. Yep. Oh my goodness. Not it was seen those for years. The absolute business. And they cost... I remember them costing 50p, but then I remember right. them going up to a pound. pound. I remember that. But they were just the most... <laughs> they were bigger. Yeah. The they recipe were. was clearly different. Because now if you Very buy... Very fruity, weren't they? Yeah, if you buy fruit gums now... The, 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 fruit pastels. Fruit pastels, sorry. Oh, no, I'm, I'm thinking about fruit oh, gums again. Right, sorry, okay, I'm jumping sorry. around. Um, if you buy fruit gums now, the, uh, the reason I'm saying the recipe is different is because you put a fruit gum in the fridge now, it stays exactly how it yeah. was. Yeah, they're more like going, jelly, yeah. more jelly. -y. Everything's gone more jelly. -y. Yeah, it has. And do you know whose fault this is? We're turning into a world of Haribo. That's exactly whose fault it is. Yeah, we, I mean, I don't particularly like Haribo. Haribo's are rubbish. They are first-class, yeah, total I don't, I don't rubbish. Really like and what's happened is Haribo come into the market with a massive budget. Yeah. Everyone thinks, oh, that's what people want. 
And what, what did they get rid of? They got rid of something quite recently because we looked into it. I can't remember exactly what it was, but they'd got rid of it and they'd replaced it with the, 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 the things that have got white on them. Like, like, um, oh, like the half and half Harry yeah, Bow yeah. thing, yeah. Oh, like love hearts in Harry Bow's, they're half white, aren't they? It and it's sort of foamy mixed yeah, with it's rubbish, yeah. But I remember, I mean, as you know, because for a long time we could get them, but then they stopped making them. My, my favorites were actually lion's fruit pastels, yeah. They stopped making those, they were the most phenomenal sweets. And the only reason ever. they stopped making these things is because people stopped buying them, but people stopped paying them because the market is flooded with something like Haribo's. Yeah. So we're in the park now and we're just going to cut through a little garden at the bottom here because there's quite a lot of people around. So we're just going to change our route slightly. So I said sweets. Yeah. You, it's your go again. Oh, right, okay, well, we've got to say music, haven't we? Oh, yes. Because, you know, my favourite era to listen to is 80s. It's, yeah. it's just, oh, it's just, it was just brilliant. Yeah. You know, the time of Duran Duran, yeah. Spandau Ballet, and yeah. Wham, and Limal, and... Well, Queen were also still doing... Yeah, Ultravox, I used to like Ultravox. Then, and like some Madonna's absolutely classic. Yeah, Madonna, um, Cindy Lauper. I wasn't a huge fan of Cindy Lauper, but her music is quite iconic from that time, isn't it? Huey Lewis in the News. Yeah. I mean, it's just brilliant. And I think it was also the way that you consumed music as well. Yeah. It was just so different. Well, yeah, like listening to the top 20. Yeah, on the radio on yeah, a Sunday. I'm recording it. Yeah, and that's what I used to do. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was like a moment in time where all youth were all doing yeah, the same yeah. thing. And it's just, you know, everything now is just instant. You don't have to wait for anything. You don't have to work to get anything. No. You just press a couple of buttons and there it is. You know, we had to organise a tape. We had to get set up in your bedroom. You had to stop and start it all the time to record stuff. Yeah. It was brilliant. It absolutely was. And I think those sort of touchstone moments where you know that everyone is together brings a sort of feeling of, yeah. you know, you knew all your friends were doing the same yeah. thing. And yeah. you'd also be excited to hear who was in the top 10. And, you know, it was just, well, it was brilliant. Yeah. And I think what was so tragic, I think anyway, is it all went so rubbish in the 1990s. Yeah. I mean, I don't quite know what happened, but suddenly everything went really quite depressing. The music. I mean, who came around in the 90s that... Oh, uh, it was all those sort of depressing bands like Coldplay. And... Oh, I can't bear Coldplay. Well... Oh, uh, what were the two brothers called? The Gallaghers, what were they? Uh, yeah, it wasn't Coldplay. I mean, I was thinking of like Oasis. Coldplay's... Oh, I couldn't stand Oasis. No. They're total rubbish. And also... There's uh, the ones that they were, um, oh, it was Pulp, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And it was Oasis. Um, and there seemed to be lots of bands that seemed to be making, like, 
music that felt slightly depressing. They yeah. were slightly downbeat yeah. after the sort of upbeat. Really poppy 80s. Yeah, and just like, I mean, think about the Lionel Richie stuff, like yeah. dancing on the ceiling. Yeah. And, you know, there were so many sort of really, I mean, I remember watching. Michael Jackson, of course, in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, there was just, oh, it was such a great period of music. Yeah. And, I don't really know that we've ever had a period that's been quite the same again. No, I don't think so. I don't know if it was the change from the 70s to the 80s, or maybe it was a whole period of time running through from the 60s and the Beatles. Yeah. Right the way through up until sort of popular music was, prop, you know, properly yeah, up and running. Yeah, Maybe you had like a 20, 30 year period, because the 70s were pretty good. Mm -hmm. And, you know... Well, I'm with you all. Did you say music? Yes. It wasn't me. <laughs> no, it wasn't you. Sorry, I was Stealing to, my topics. I was trying to steal one of your topics. So music is a definite. Thankfully, though, I'm very grateful that we can very easily still enjoy yeah. music, uh, 80s music. Thanks and Bryony so, loves it as well. Yeah, well, she everyone really, does. She really, yeah, who doesn't love 80s music? I'm sure some people now are going to say, I don't like it, but, you know, well, I, played, I would say a lot of people do. I played in uh, functions bands for a long time, and the things which always filled the dance floor in a moment was any classic 80s. Yeah. It was just a guaranteed winner. Yeah. So, I think uh, following on from your music, I think I would definitely have to say, oh no, oh it's tricky. But no, I'm, I know that you'll want to say this, but I'm just, I'm going to take it anyway. And I'm going to say movies. Oh. <laughs> 1980s movies. Just brilliant. I mean, it just... All you need to do is, I mean, I know, ironically, I'm telling you to Google something when I've just been complaining about technology, but... <laughs> well, it, it, look, I don't think, you're not complaining about it. No. What you're saying is that you missed the world prior to its existence. Yes, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. There's obviously a lot of good things because of connected course, to it. The, the fault doesn't lie in the technology. Of course not. It lies no. in the people who are using it. Yes, it's how it's used, isn't it? It is. Yes, I mean, absolutely. It, it does sort of... Steve Jobs, when he invented the iPhone, his, his, you know, he, he didn't intend... His intention was not for it to be used the way that it's used now. Well, no, he Was fought, he mean, fought he, against a lot of the things. Yeah. I mean, I remember one of the best books, and I should read it again, but I'd, I'd have to buy it digitally because it's so huge. I must have read it about 15 years ago. Yeah. It's Steve Jobs' biography by yeah. Walter Isaacson. Yeah. And it was just the most fascinating book to read, finding out about the sort of beginnings of Apple. Yeah. And then the beginnings of Pixar, which he was involved in. And then so many other sort of pies that he ended up, but also the things which he wanted to stay away from, which are so many of the things mm -hmm. which have happened now. Mm -hmm. And you know, he, he was so anti-corporate yeah. and so anti-sort of big business to think that he ended up creating probably one, one of, of the, the biggest, biggest companies in the world. It's very ironic, isn't it? It's very ironic. But anyway, anyway, anyway movies, 80s yes. movies. I mean, Just what, the best movies, well, I but, think, came out of the 80s. And you, you look back on them now, and it's impossible with so many of them, with the good ones, like Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah. You can watch that, 
And it does not feel dated. No, I don't think it feels dated at all. You've just watched a Patrick Swayze biography, haven't you? I did. I watched it. It was on Channel 5. You can watch it on the catch-up thing here in the UK. Right. It was brilliant, you know, and I learned so many things that I didn't know about him. And just so sad he died so young. Just really, really sad. He seemed like such a nice fella and, oh, I just loved him. But, yeah, you know... Just such a brilliant film, Dirty Dancing, for so many yeah. reasons, really. Yeah. But not just Dirty Dancing. The, the, the list is just huge, because it's the list. same with Back to the Future. Yeah. I mean, those films, again, I don't know what, what it is about them. You would think that Back to the Future would look dated. Yeah, it doesn't. I it doesn't think it does. not even remotely dated. The no. special effects are faultless. Mm. But also, you know, when you think about the the datedness, you would think that looking at something which is unashamedly set at the start of that film yeah. in 1985, yeah. they don't shy away from it. No. But rather than looking dated, it just looks like something set in 1985. It does, yeah, it does yeah. And that might be why it gets away with it. Yeah. Because it's all about the time. Yeah. It's just so great. But yeah. Very immersive. I felt like films in the 80s were very immersive. And, you know, they didn't, oh. they didn't have hidden agendas. No, and, no. and, you know, all of that kind of stuff that goes on now. It's just a really great story. Yeah. With brilliant acting and great yeah. cinematography. Yeah. And you just disappear into this world and that's just what a film should be for me. And I think I might know the reason why it's, it, it was like that back then. Because special effects back then yeah. were very, very hard to do. Yeah. And so you had to focus on having a great story yeah. and really great acting yeah. and having it yeah. shot in the right and way. No, it's just, it's just a wash with like, I don't know, what is it? Black Widow, Panther, I don't even well, know that, what they all are. I, I think m more the frustration is any film which spends the majority of its time in front of a green screen. Yeah. I think it's very interesting listening to Ewan McGregor talk about when he was filming the 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 old new Star Wars yeah. films. Where he was saying that, you know, he'd walk onto set, he'd be completely surrounded by green. Yeah. He'd be sat on something that went up and down like a horse that was yeah. also green. <laughs> and then he was told, this is what's going on now. And then you, you It's a bit depressing, isn't it? Well, it makes it so the, the actor is not in a real world. No. So how can. How can it feel real? Yeah. I mean, he did a good job, though. But yes, he did a very good you job. You can tell, can't you, watching well, those films? Yes. It's all, you mm. know, it's like looking at a computer game. Yeah. Whereas, if you look at something like, I mean, what's interesting is that they seem to have gone full circle now. Because if you look at The Mandalorian and how that was filmed. Yeah, brilliant. It's stupendous. And the reason being is, of course, they use that yes. theatre, yeah. that, that studio, where they can put on the walls yeah. what the actors should be seen. That's right. So that they feel like they're in the worlds that they're supposed to be in. Mm. So it's sort of cool. It's like you've gone through a transition period and then you've ended up in a in a spot where computer technology has now got to a point where it sort of can help. Yeah. And you've got to hope that more and more films are filmed that way. Do you have another one? 
actually, but I did have another one. Because you've just stolen my movie yeah, one. I'm sorry. So if you've got another one. I do. I thought of an absolute corker. Go I mean, this is like, I mean, hopefully you'll, you'll get this one. Recently, I've been looking out for old-fashioned computer games. Oh, yeah. And one of the games that everyone from the 1980s loved was there was a number of different choices you, that, that you could make. There was standard Space Invaders, there was Galaxians, but there was also one called Gallagher. And all of these were always a proper arcade system mm. by the beach, stick your I mean, how much money did we put in to play a game? I can't remember. Gosh, I, it, wasn't, it wasn't cheap, I don't think. I reckon it was 20 or 50p. Must have been, at yeah. least, yeah. But I found Gallagher. And this is the most bog-standard, you know, ship moves right to left, fires upwards, yeah. and things fly down at you. Yeah. Sort and, of Space Invader-ish, isn't it? And our it? daughter, blooming loves she it. She does love it, yeah. And not only that, I love it. Yeah. And the reason being is because it's not got all these flashy yeah, effects and yeah. this, that and the other, it's all about the gameplay. It's just fun, isn't it? And the so. gameplay simple. I mean, Bryony nearly combusted the other morning because we were sat there playing it and Mum says, can I have a go? Yeah, I did, yeah. And Bryony's like, what? Mum's yeah. going to play? Because I'm not, I never play these games. Well, you, you did play. Every I did, but that's my kind of game, you know. I'm not into all of these role-play and reality things. Yeah. But that's just my kind of game. It was just fun, and I just move backwards and forwards and fire at things, and, yeah. you know, that's great. You did have a go on beach buggy racing. Oh, once. I did. I can't do that. It made me feel sick. <laughs> it's just too fast. It's too fast. It literally made me feel sick. <laughs> I couldn't do it. It's a very simple game and it's very cheap. I do find that actually some of the cheapest and simplest games are the best games. But the, the games I remember playing in the arcade, did you go, did you play arcade games? No. Right. You did the slot machines? Just, no, I didn't do slot machines. It was just the pushy machine, you know, like you put, you put two P in and it, yes. push, it pushes. I just really played those ones. I didn't play any games or anything. And of course they're still there now, aren't they? Yeah. And do you remember when we stopped at that haven? Thanks. Near my mum's? Yes. And they had them. Yeah. And yeah. we went in when they were filling it up. Were you there with us? No, I don't think oh, I was. It was so great. Me and Bryony were in, putting two peas in. And the guy comes in to fill them up with all the toys. Uh, and he just gave a load to Bryony. Wow. Because <laughs> you can never get anything. Everything's always teetering on the edge. and. You have to put in like five pounds, don't you, to get some little plastic toy. You see, the, my question to you is though, I recall being always desperate to get that pile of two peas that were right on the edge yeah, that were about yeah, to drop yeah. off. But what exactly were you going to do with all those two put peas if you in. got them? Yeah, yeah you're yeah. just going to put them back in. So Do the only, the only thing you could do. The only people that win on these things are the arcade owners. Everybody knows that. The thing is though, for two p a go, it was, it was a good half hour monkeys? spent on holiday, yeah. Pounds You've got a pound, two yeah, pounds worth of two peas, yeah. that's a lot of two peas. It is. I loved them, but the games that I remember the most, I remember my brothers playing, I remember being like, looking up, 
You know, my brothers are like way taller than me, so I must have been really young because I got tall quick. I'm going to say you're taller than them now. They played a game called Dungeon... No, not Dungeons and Dragons. Dragon's Lair. It was a game called Dragon's Lair. It must have been out in the early 1980s and they were addicted to it. Right. And I never got to play it because by the time I'd got old enough to go in and, and play on the arcades, the game had just disappeared. Uh, but I remember being fascinated just by hearing, you know, the sounds that were coming out yeah. of it, but also seeing my brothers desperately trying to win. But the other game, which they used to play all the time, it was a two-player game, and I did get to play this and I loved it. It was a game called Crackdown. And you were looking straight down on two men trying to like get out of a prison or something or other i can't remember exactly what it was but you had to work together to sort of fight your way out and really simple gameplay again but two player and just great fun that's the other thing actually which is sadly lacking from modern day gaming one of the things that me and Bryony are always looking for when we're playing a game is a two-player game yeah and do you know what it's a handful that a, 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 a two-player what they are, Kay, is online multiplayer. Oh, yeah, this is, you know, do I need to say about that again? Well, it's utterly stupid. Yeah. So if you're telling me my friend comes round and I want to you play with them... can't actually play together. They've got to be in their house on their system it's away from me. It's oh, don't even start me. If a game is online multiplayer... The world should be like the Goonies, if you ask me. Now there's another classic <laughs> 1980s film. Yeah. I mean, and again... Kids going out and getting, in, you know, having adventures. I'm not saying you should find a pirate ship underneath the sea. Why not? But, why not? Well, yeah, why not? Absolutely, why not? Yeah. Again, though, what, what is so cool is I don't think you could show the Goonies to any teenager and them not love it. No, Bryony loves it. Yes. Gosh, so... it's so warm. Yeah, suddenly... In the sun. It's really warm now. It's got... I'm not very happy about it. We have been lucky the last <laughs> few days. Yeah, it's been much cooler. And I was lucky first thing this morning when I went out for a run. I actually needed my gloves. Yeah, it was only about 8 degrees, I think, the first thing this morning. I honestly thought... But it feels like it's about 20 now. And it's only about 9 o'clock. I don't think it is. I think it's just in that, that sort sun of direct makes, sun. When you're in the sun, it feels like that. Yeah. yeah. So we've made it. Strange noise. It's a strange noise. Do you know what that sounds like? What's it sound like? It sounds like an arcade. Yeah, it does, like he's emptying the coins. I think he's actually stripping off the um, pebble dash off that house. Ah, uh, that would also make sense, wouldn't it? That's awfully well sort of guessed. I would never have guessed that. Well, I just saw him up a ladder. Oh, okay. I think that's what he might be doing. Well, it sounded like... Just renovating a house over there. It sounded like bits dropping into something, so yeah. I think you're exactly right. Oh, oh, I need to stop. We're in Kiefer. 2.3? Just over two. What is it, 2.? Two 2.01. Uh, close. It's fine. So, 40 minutes. It. Good exercise. Gosh, I did about five, five miles yesterday. Yes. I went for a walk in the morning and then we all went for quite a long walk in the afternoon. Yeah. It was absolutely exhausting. I don't know if you heard earlier, I don't know if we properly started, but Kay mentioned her new shoes. Yes, they've been fine actually. Have they? Yeah, they're exactly the same as my existing ones, but just a different colour. Because I liked them so much, I just got a different colour. And what are they again? They're... Salomon... Salomon Sonic for balance yeah is what they are and they're and brilliant yes they're really brilliant so um 
Yeah, I'm going to alternate those now just so that I don't wear one out, you know, quicker than... And they're actually the same as what I wear for running as well. But I don't wear the Sonic Full Balance, I wear a couple of other different ones. But for you, they've been just they're phenomenal. Brilliant, yeah. They are great shoes, they look brilliant. Really comfortable. Folks, thank you so much for spending some lovely Thanks, time with everyone. us. You're reminiscing all about gonna, the yeah, 1980s. you're all now gonna go and make some eighties bolognese, put on a Goonies. Yeah, put on the Goonies. But while you're making the bolognese, and then you make could have a listen to tape. Yes. Uh, what could they listen to? Ooh, uh, classic Duran Duran track, Hungry Like a Wolf. That's Brownie's favourite. What's your favourite? Um, oh, I don't know. It's not really Rio. I like Rio. I like Rio, but that, you know, it's done, it's played such a lot, isn't it? What's your favourite Duran Duran? I don't know. Right. You've put me on the spot. What about Spandau Ballet? Well, I'll Fly For You. Right. I think he's probably my favourite. Gold, you've got to love. And Through the Barricades, I quite like. Yeah, Through the Barricades is brilliant, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> Folks. Take care of yourselves, yes. and we'll see you soon with another wonderful episode of the Bakery see Bears soon, Radio everyone. Show. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears Radio Show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.